0: Welcome. It's Christmas Eve, and we have gathered to celebrate in song and music and to worship through scripture and to focus on Christ at Christmas. This evening, we will have an array of music and scripture readings woven throughout the service, all reflecting on Christ Jesus, the light of our world of the world. Near the end of the service, we will have a congregational candle lit during the silent night. Let me pray over the service this evening. God, thank you. Thank you so much for just being born for us. Um, I think this year especially, I've just been reflecting on the fact that you knew what would happen and you chose to do it still. And you chose to live a life with us and for us and to die for us. And what an incredible gift that is. Um, I pray as we go through this service that you just help us to reflect on that, to think about all that it took to get there and all the promises that came with that and the promises to look forward to. Um, thank you for everything you do. And thank you for just this time we get to spend together thinking on about you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God rest, ye merry gentlemen, let nothing you dismay. Remember Christ our Savior was born on Christmas Day to save us all from Satan's power when we were gone astray. O tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. O tidings of comfort and joy. Now to the Lord sing praises, all you within this place, and with true love and brotherhood each other now embrace. This holy tide of Christmas all others doth deface. O tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. O tidings of comfort and joy.
1: He took with him Mary, whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them.
2: The people who walk in darkness will see a great light. For those who live in a land of deep darkness, a light will shine. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us. The government will rest on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His government and its peace will never end. He will rule with fairness and justice from the throne of his ancestor, David, for all eternity. The passionate commitment of the Lord of Heaven's armies will make this happen. The season for watching and waiting is over. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. This is the light of the world, and the darkness cannot extinguish it. This evening, the Christ candle will be lit, reminding us that he is the light of the world. The Christ candle is in the center of all other Advent candles because Christ is in the center of Christmas. Christmas is a time of hope, peace, joy, and love. But once again, this is only because of Jesus. And so tonight, let us look at Jesus as the center of Christmas and how we only have real hope, peace, joy, and love in our lives because of him. And so, as you watch the Christ candle burning this evening in the center of all other candles, remember that Christ is central. He is the reason for Christmas. He is the one who brings true hope, peace, joy, and love for us all. He is the light of the world. He shines light into darkness, and it cannot be extinguished. O holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Led by the light of faith serenely beaming, with glowing hearts by his cradle we stand. Behold your King. Let all within us praise his holy name.
1: Behold your King, behold Messiah, behold Emmanuel, unto us a child is born, and he shall reign forevermore. Come, let us draw near to him to worship, to praise, to follow, and believe. Let us read together this evening from Scripture, Isaiah 60 and then proceed to worship our Savior, Emmanuel, Prince of Peace, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Wonderful Counselor. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Oh, come, let us adore Him. Glory to the light of the world. Let's read together Isaiah 60. Arise, shine, shine for your light has come and, come, and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. you. See, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you, and his glory appears over you. Nations will come to your light,
3: is born and king of kings
4: Glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth.
5: The people who walk in darkness have seen a great light. This is the opening line of one of the greatest Old Testament prophecies about Jesus. We've read these verses throughout Advent this season as I've focused my uh, sermons on Isaiah 9, 2-7. Most directly on verse 6, in the names of Jesus there, Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Continuing with this Advent theme, my message for Christmas Eve is focused on another name of Jesus, which is merely alluded to in the Isaiah passage, but is clearly expressed in the New Testament book of John. As was just read, he was, the li- he was life, and in him was the light of men. But later on, G- Jesus more clearly says this in John 8, verse 12. Again, Jesus spoke to them saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Amen. What Isaiah, through the inspiration of the Spirit, predicted came true in the birth of Jesus. The child that was born was the great light that the people in darkness longed to see. But who are these people in darkness? Specifically, they were the faithful remnant of Israel, the ones who had not bowed their knee to the pagan idols in Babylon, but were still living in the midst of an evil culture. In addition, the people in darkness also represent all who live under the oppressive rule of sin and death. Those outside the people of God who lived their lives in despair, seeming to have no hope of escaping the depraved clutches of evil in our world how about this great light what does it mean that jesus is the light of the world quite simply it means he is the one who drives out the darkness and ushers in a new era of new life just like darkness is easily overcome in our world with the smallest of sparks so jesus the light of the world pushes back, and even controls the darkness. For those chained to sin and death, he offers freedom and hope. And to the remnant of his people who face persecution and hostility as they live among a pagan culture, he gives power and peace and love. The birth of Jesus was filled with light. Each of the numerous angelic encounters were accompanied by a great light. Of course, the greatest of these was the heavenly host that shone bright on the hills over Bethlehem and sang praises to the newborn king. The shepherds were so overwhelmed by the sight, they rushed off to confirm the truth of the message that they'd received. Finding Mary and Joseph and the baby wrapped in swaddling cloths, they were filled with joy and returned to their fields, proclaiming his praises. The light of the world had arrived. Throughout Jesus' life, he affirms that he was the fulfillment of Isaiah's prophecy. He revealed revealed evil. He offered freedom from the oppression of sin and gave strength, peace, and love to those who put their faith in him. He brought physical and spiritual healing. He drove out the demonic and the spiritual oppressors. He offered forgiveness and hope to the chronically sinful. (laughs) He even promised his faithful presence of, and peace to the humble and the courageous. Jesus was indeed the great light that the Israelites and the enslaved world was waiting for. His life, teaching, countless miracles were clear evidence of his dominion over darkness and power to free the world from its slavery to sin and death. Jesus brought hope, power, peace, and love to a dark world in despair, but Jesus did more. He wasn't just born in light and wasn't just the light of the world during his earthly life. Jesus also died and then shockingly and triumphantly resurrected from the dead. This final act of escaping from that which had never been escaped from before signifies his final and complete victory over sin. Hmm. He didn't just bring a temporary hope that lasted only while he roamed the earth in physical form. No, his resurrection was the final nail in the coffin of darkness. What seemed to be the end of Jesus' season of bright goodness and love was suddenly flipped on its head. The heavy weight of darkness evaporated under the all-powerful and everlasting light of resurrection and life. With his resurrection, Jesus ushered in eternal life, and with it, the eternal reign of his light. Jesus is the light of the world, not just because of his birth and life on earth, If that was all he did, he would have only been a light of the world, not the light of the world. But by defeating sin and death, and by raising from the dead, he is the continual light that offers continual freedom from sin, hope for eternity, and power, peace, and love to all who come to him. Here in America, after hundreds of years of enjoying what seemed to be a never ending expansion of the light of Jesus. Many in our country are now experiencing the palpable presence of darkness for the first time. While it has led some to despair and become filled with fear, we need not be discouraged. The light of Jesus has not diminished, and there's no threat it will cease to shine. He has simply drawn us closer to the battle lines where our enemy is more prevalent and his efforts more obvious. He's opening our eyes to his continued fight against evil and is giving us the opportunity to join him in combat. And he has prepared us. He has equipped us. He has empowered us. For such a moment as this, we all were at one time people in darkness, and then we saw a great light surrendered to him and were saved. Now, after decades of enjoying the blessing of living in the splendor of his light, we finally have the opportunity to allow his light to do what it has always done and is always meant to do, to shine into the darkness. Being led into dark places is actually a great privilege and an honor because it is in the darkness where light has its greatest impact. Even the smallest flame has the power to drive out evil, sin, and death. After a long season of basking in his glorious light, we now have a chance to be reminded of its power to expose sin, to transform hearts, and to free captives. There will come a day when the light will rule all of creation in fullness, and the darkness will be no more. But today... Is not that day. Today, darkness still exists. There are still dark corners of the world where there are people who are walking in darkness, desperate to see a great light. While well, 2,000 years ago, the great light was born and lived among us. Now, in his resurrected and ascended state, he continues to spread his light, but now he does so through those who've received and embraced it. This Christmas, as we celebrate the birth of our Savior and Lord, let us not forget the eternal life that we've received and the powerful light that comes with it. In a moment, we will conclude this Christmas service with our traditional candle lighting. The symbolism is simple yet profound. The middle advent candle represents Jesus as light of the world. While we sing silent night, a couple of us will light our candle from the flame of Christ's candle and then proceed to pass the flame from our candles to others and so on until All in the room have their candles lit. The passing of the flame is not just a convenient way to get everyone's candle lit. It represents the sharing of Christ's light, which began with his disciples and has passed on through them throughout all generations for 2000 years. Every believer in this room owes their faith and the existence of Christ's light within them to the dozens of generations that have come before them. But more than that, due to the faithfulness of those who have gone before us, we too have an obligation to remain faithful and passing on what we have received. So tonight, as we proceed with the ritual of the passing of Christ's light, one to another let us reflect on two things first let us remember when the light of the wor- world first found us and we accepted the warmth of its glow take a moment in the midst of your singing to recall the darkness in which you once walked and then the great joy of finally being freed from your oppression to sin After considering this, then allow your thoughts to travel forward to the present, and specifically consider those around you who are still walking in darkness. Don't just think of them generically as a group of the quote-unquote lost people, but allow yourself to see the names and faces of specific people who are living without the light of the world. And as you reflect on these individuals, ask Jesus to open a pathway for you to shine his light into their life. Ask him to give you courage to speak and act. Implore him to send others with his light to them as well. Perhaps it will be this Christmas that they will finally see and receive salvation. And what a great joy that would be, amen. Amen. But even if their conversion takes months or, or years before being realized, ask Jesus to give you the strength to keep praying and to keep pursuing the darkness wherever it's found. Jesus is the light of the world, and we are his followers carrying his light wherever we go. Church, let us embrace our calling to join him and driving out the darkness, and being, for those who are walking in darkness, the light of the world.
4: All is calm. All is quiet. A star is shining in the sky. Below in Bethlehem, the king is sleeping. Oh, what a glorious night. Silent night, holy night, wondrous star, lend thy light. With angels, let us sing. Alleluia to our king. Christ, the savior is born. Christ the Savior is born.
5: Heavenly Father, thank you so much for sending your son. And Jesus, thank you for coming, being the light of life. Lord, it's unbelievable to consider your amazing grace and what you have done for us. Lord, it's so fitting that not just Advent season, not just Christmas Eve services be focused on you, Lord. All of our life should be focused on you because of what you've done for us. Truth is, Lord, there's nothing we can do to even come close to paying you back for what you've done. There's no way that we can can somehow make up for what you've done. But the beauty is that Tell us, just don't even try. Instead, you just want us to join with you, to live with you, to experience all the amazing power and goodness and love and hope and joy that you give, but also to join you in driving out the darkness. So, Lord, we pray that you would continue to open up our eyes to the dark places around us, Lord, as we walk boldly by your side, confidently you are there and you will empower us. Help us to have the courage to act, to speak out your gospel, to seek the opportunity to drive away the darkness and to bring new people into your light. Lord, thank you for the names that you've brought to our mind, the faces that have come to mind this evening as we've thought about those who are still walking in darkness we do, Lord, actually ask that you would help us. Open up the pathway for us to share the light of, light, light of the world with them. Lord, send others to do it as well. Give us the words to say, give us the actions to do that would communicate this amazing truth about who you are. And Lord, help them to accept, accept you and choose to live in the light instead of darkness lord merry christmas thank you for all you've done for us may this holiday today and tomorrow and the rest of this week just be glorious and beautiful and powerful and lord if you would allow us to see the light pushing back the darkness again in jesus name amen
0: knowing that jesus emmanuel became our savior gives us a reason for great joy. It's good news worth celebrating and joy worth finding. Sing joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her king. The light
3: of the world is here.